All right, so what happened to Noah in the flood? I think I got this. So the Father designed us in all creation to operate in unconditional love. Science is showing that. That's what it's showing is, is and it, it says that his love never ends. It, it never fails, etc. You can do everything right, but if you don't understand the true gospel, it doesn't work so well because you got to know that you're forgiven and perfectly loved. You're valuable to him, no matter how bad you think you are. Now, if you go out and sin today, what happens with his covenant with you? Nothing. It's still intact. Now, here's why people don't dare teach this, because the next reaction out of the, the legalist mind is, well, sin has consequences. No joke. Right? Not with God. No joke. So, do we want people to run out and sin? No. That's, what, what caused the sin? That's the thing. What caused the sin was the wrong teaching of who I am. If I think I still have to be pleasing to God based on my work, the works of the flesh are obvious. It's going to produce everything we don't want. Anger, strife, murder, self-control. So if I want people to stop sinning, you know what I tell them? He never changes whether you sin or not. Now there's a rest for my conscience. There's a way that seems right. Stop doing this. Stop sinning. That leads to death. The way they do is go, you're perfectly sinless. You're holy, righteous, loved in every way. Ah, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. You're a human being, not a human by what you're doing. Follow me? Most, most Christian teaching is he judges you based on your works because there's a penalty for sin. Yeah, and it was, and it's already been judged by Jesus. Our judgment today, you know what your judgment is today? Worthy to, it's Revelations 5. You're worthy to receive honor, power, glory, riches. You're worthy because you're in the perfect lamb who was worthy. You're married to him. You're a joint heir. You're a covenant. Follow me? A covenant means unbreakable. If it's a breakable covenant by balancing and if it's based, I struggle with this so much because I see so much word of faith and charismatic teaching that I grew up in, and at the end leads to death to me because you're never sure. Jesus is sure, always, no question. That is the unbreakable covenant. So whether my faith is up here or it's down here, I can find solace in going, he treats me the same, always. Now that builds faith. The very thing that they're trying to get you to do by teaching the right message actually builds it. But he's not going to... Uh, withhold anything based on your faith. That's just nonsense teaching. You know what that gets you? Unsure. Right? And that's why I even, hey, when, that's why I was kind of, geez, I know I'm walking on tender ground here, but any kind of teaching that gets you out of the covenant's not sure is not the right teaching. So even that teaching that when you rest, God works, when you work, God rests, wrong. Wrong. Because when he went to work and when he died for you, were you even born? No, so it had nothing to do with your rest or not rest. That teaching will get you unrestful. I need to know whether I'm restful or not. He's working. 100%. He never sleeps nor slumbers. Follow me? I can find rest in that. But if I go, am I resting enough? Then he's not going to move. Oh, God. <clears throat> it creates anger in me. Then I go do more. Somehow it's, I'm going to read my Bible more. I'm going to pray and fast more. I'm going to pray in tongues more. I'm going to do more, 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 more. Would you just stop and go, It's perfect. You guys get it? He's going to treat me based on the work of Jesus Christ. It's, that's good enough. Hallelujah. Now that brings rest to me. You guys get it? So whether you have enough faith, not enough faith, etc. See, we've, 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 we've confused levels of faith with believing the right thing. If you believe the wrong thing, it produces death. It's not believing the right thing, having enough of that. It's either believing the right thing or you don't. I'm completing Christ. Amen. Oh, no, but what if I'm not? What if I'm not resting enough? What if I didn't do this enough? What if I'm unbalanced? Get unbalanced. Get totally on his work and none of yours. 
totally on his faith and none of yours. Get unbalanced. I'm only happy if I'm teaching hyper, hyper, hyper grace, man. This is sorry. If you, you can go anywhere and get mixture. The end will lead to death, I promise you. You'll never be sure about the covenant. If it's unbreakable, then why am I in this thing again? That's, what all, that's why I don't like that teaching. If it's based on my rest, based on my balance, based on my faith, then I'm back in this thing, right? That's a bad covenant because I'm in it, and I know me, and I'm mildly stupid most of the time, Right? Okay, so you get all this. So we have to interpret every scripture about him. So let's go back to the very time we see the very first thing that causes death. Did God cause death? Does he kill anybody? Never, never has, can't. All right, back in the garden. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and keep it. And the Lord commanded the man saying, of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in that day you eat of it, you, what will happen? What caused death? God? No, he warned everybody. If you go see in the covenant, before Noah's flood, here, before, uh, uh, you know, Jesus in Jerusalem, 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 I wanted to gather you like a hen gathers its chicks, but you wouldn't listen to me. So your whole system, your whole legalistic system is going to be judged, right? Sodom and Gomorrah, the same thing. Get out of there, and I'll teach on that too. It's like, get out of there. I'm warning you. I don't want anybody to die. And then we think it's just like the days of Noah. We think the U.S. is the Babylon and days of Noah. They're eating and drinking. Look at them. They're drinking. They're eating and they're going to die. No, he's going, get out of that teaching. That'll kill you. Get into me. Get into the ark. Get into Jesus. That's what's going to save you from judgment. So he ate from the wrong tree, the tree of the knowledge, that intimacy, a knowledge of, of good. Good's okay. He's a good, good father. We sing that, right? He's a good, good father. But when you mix it with, he's good, but a little bit extra, that's what the serpent did to the first Adam. Hey, he said you can eat from any tree? Yeah, but if I eat from this tree, he said don't eat from that. Really? Well, if you do, then you'll be like God. What was the truth? What was the God's word about their life? You're already perfect. You didn't have to do anything. What's his, and that will never change. So what's his mess, my message to you? Because of Jesus, you're already perfect. There's nothing to do. Now, that will produce good works in you. That's what James is talking about. Faith without works is dead. So people go, I'm believing and I'm doing all this stuff. I'm like, you're not believing anything. I can see that. You're just trying to perform and act like you're believing. If you believe the right thing that you're righteous, you know what you're going to do? Good works. You're going to be generous. You're going to be giving. You're going to be loving to others. You're not going to put two by fours in people's eyes because you know you got your own thing in your eye. Does that make sense? You're not. You're not going to be judgmental. Now, if you don't understand that, you're going to be judged, because you know why you're going to judge others? Go, I don't do that sin, so I'm, I'm pretty, I'm better. Look at how much I read. How many hours a day do you pray in tongues? That very message judges them, because they think, what if they skipped it a couple days? You know how they start feeling? Oh, God, i got to get into the Word more. It's okay if you're getting into Jesus more. You know how many hundreds of years that the Bible wasn't there after Jesus came? What did they do? Read your Bible more. They couldn't. It wasn't written. Oh, see, most of the TV evangelists now couldn't even do it. So, do this more. No, do nothing more. Rest. Because the message of Jesus was, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. If you feed on that, you're getting into the word more. That is the message about your life. Follow me? Okay, so, hey, don't eat from that tree that mixes good and evil. We talked about that. Evil is works. It's works-based, right? It means toilsome labor, all right? So, we, you, you guys get this part. Did God cause the death? 
And you'll see through scripture, he always warned people, there's a way that seems right unto man, but I'm telling you, it's not right. It's going to kill you ultimately. You need to feed on nothing but his unconditional love for you and you're perfect in every way. That's what you feed on, always. Because if you mix it with your own work, it sounds good. That's why all that teaching sounds good. Hey, do this more, 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 more. The end, it kills you because you, you always wonder if somebody's doing it better than me. Or I didn't do it enough today, Lord. I'm sorry, tomorrow will be better. I stopped doing New Year's resolutions a long time ago. It's just, right? As soon as I see those chili cheese nachos, I go, man, I'm all over that. It's, it's good. It's good to me. Yummy. Full of everything. Goodness. Right? The heck with that rule. Because rules will kill you. Everything's supposed to be out of an abundance of the heart. Man, I believe I can do this, so I can, I'm free. Amen? You guys get it? All right, let's keep going. Genesis 6.1, now it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw the daughters of man. And we're going to go this, this is the part I'm going to get it to. They were beautiful. It was just like when, when the serpent tempted Eve, he goes, really, look at that tree. Look at those Whole Foods apples. No nonsense. No, I forget all the terms you guys use today. What do you guys all use? Vegan, GMO, no gluten, all the stuff you guys use. Oh, yeah, if I, eat, if I eat like that, I'm going to be healthy. Sounds good. It'll kill you. It will. I'm serious. I, I, I'm not trying to be flippant. When you finally start getting that in your heart, the, the judgment is what's killing you. Because now you start doing all this stuff. It's in there. Do I ever read a label? The first label is sugar and fat. God, that's good. Synonymous with goodness to me. And am I healthy as an ox? I'm healthy. It's all you label readers that are struggling. Because you're putting yourself under legalistic things. I'm going to try. You guys are dirt. We're all dirt, aren't we? That's what it says. What gave us life? Your dirt? Dirt's dirt. What had to bring life to it? He had to give us life. He had to give us life. And it'll never change, right? You can't produce anything in your life. You can't produce health. You know how you produce health? By the words that come out of his mouth. I love you perfectly. You're sinless in every way. I'll provide for you in every way. I'll always protect you. My covenant, I'll never break with you. You can trust me. I'm the faithful husband that'll never sleep. I'll never slumber. I'll do everything for you. I'm persuaded of that finally. Not, you guys know what I'm saying. That's what brings life. Because you can't produce it. And we're trying to produce it by what we do. You guys get, get me on that? All right. So, hey, if you need to read the label, read the label right now. But eventually, I'm trying to get you to the point where you're just like, label schmabel, man. Let's go. Right? I'm serious. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's, it's, I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's freedom, I guess, is what it is. It's free. You're free in every way. Just free. I don't eat that stuff because it doesn't taste good. It tastes like grass. It's like... And I don't eat grass. Yeah, I don't, I don't rock around like a cow. Cut that stuff off and at the, where was that place where they made us that grass shake? Jamba juice? Our friend up in Vancouver, Washington, try this. Like, wait a minute. So the dude's cutting off grass. I'm like, we put the cows out there to eat that. I want to drink the milk. I want to eat the grass to produce the milk. Do you see, Lynn? This is such common sense to me. I'm thank God I'm Polish and I was a farm kid because this stuff makes sense to me. No, cut this grass off and we'll blend it up and you'll drink it and it tastes good. I was like, oh my God, put some sugar in that thing, right? <laughs> Pure, kid, what, I don't care what kind it is. Frost, I don't care. It tastes good to me, all right? All right, now, so this is the same thing. We know what caused death. 
what caused death? They looked at this thing. Wow, that looks good. I could, mix, I could do my own effort and mix it with God's goodness. And then I'm going to find life. That tree looked good to Adam and Eve, didn't it? Didn't it? It's the same message here. The sons of God saw the daughters of men, and what did they look like? Hmm, yummy. That looks good. The sons of God and the daughters of men. Flesh gives birth to what? Flesh. God gives birth to God, spirit. Right? He breathed his spirit. You're dirt. Dirt cannot give life to dirt. Does that make sense to you guys? I don't know if that makes sense to you, but it makes sense to me. Only God who is a spirit can give life the right belief system that I love you perfectly. I've designed the whole world. And you guys have seen all those experiments too. I forget. Is everything about us. God designed the whole universe, including us, to operate in love. And they show you all those experiments with the ice crystals and everything. They do it with plants. And when you, when you share love to people, we've talked about that with the healing codes and the love code, it produces this magnetic field where everything resonates in harmony. And that's why the New Agers and everything, they get, they get a lot right, unfortunately. And uh, they're just missing the cleansing of their conscience. That's the only thing they're missing. But they, they utilize how we're built more than Christians do. Christians want to go work, and they just, they get it right. They're kind of like, you know what? Hey, we all are in harmony. We're all in this thing, and I forget, I'll, I'll, I don't do this stuff, so whatever it is. Remember, you used to do those stones and everything. I'm like, that's just weird to me. But anyway, what were those stones called? I don't remember where they were. Yeah, <laughs> that was the general's wife. We were lieutenants, second lieutenants. And the general had us over and she'd do, like, where are you? I'm over at the general's house drinking tea with his wife. Like, what? Why aren't you working? She had this long ago. She's like, because she wanted to invite me over for tea. So I went for tea. I'll never get in trouble because the general told me to come. He was the wing commander. I was like, you're doing what? like, I want to get on this action. So then we'd hang out with them. Isn't it funny? It's just crazy. And everybody else is working, 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 trying to be pleasing to the general. We just drank a beer with them, and he loved us. So it was, it was beautiful. So you can't do that. You need to be a good Christian like me. But, oh, it worked for us. It was great. It was fantastic. So the sons of God saw the daughters of men. So, hey, you're taking a spirit, and you're mixing it with works. Every message has to be this. Follow me? The sons of God mixed with the daughters of men, and they were beautiful, and they took wives of themselves of who they choose. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent and thought of his what? Heart was evil continually. Here's what he's saying. You cannot mix grace and law. That's why Jesus said, beware of a little bit of a teaching of the Pharisee that you need to do something more, because the end, it'll make you 100% works-based. You cannot mix law and grace. Your heart's going to be, I never did enough. I could never do enough. You can never get to a place of completeness in Christ when you're mixing. Follow me? It's such a simple message to me. Are you complete in Christ? Then you're complete in Christ. No mixture. Nothing ever to add to it. Feed on that only. Don't go look at, oh, it looks pretty good over here. This guy's doing this so much, and that's what's going to produce. No, what he's believing in his heart is producing that. So you don't have to go work harder to produce success, prosperity. You need to change what's in your heart. That will produce. Does that make sense to you guys? It will produce 30, 60, 100-fold. So what happens when the sons of God married the daughters of men? Every, eventually, it overtook everything. Every thought and intent of the heart was completely evil, which is works-based. I have to work to be pleasing to God. That's what killed them, just like it killed Adam and Eve. So God never killed them. The only person he judged was that teaching system, he told everybody, wasn't Noah preaching? 
to everybody, hey, get in the ark, get in the ark. So it wasn't God that killed him. He was like, this judgment's going to kill you. This mixture of law and grace of what you believe in your heart is going to judge you and kill you. Get into Jesus, the atonement is what it said. Noah and his family were the only ones that were not mixed. They didn't go marry the daughters of men. They were just sons of God out of the lineage. You guys get that? And we see that when, when Cain killed Abel, when Adam and Eve eat the tree, you guys have all seen this. He goes, hey, what have you done? Who, who told you this? Did you eat from that tree? Who told you this? And then it says, because of this, God's not cursing them. He cursed the serpent. But he said, because of this, you know what? You're going to go out and you're going to go work in the soil that you are. You're, trying to, you're going to go try to provide life by yourself. You're going to go try to provide fruit by digging in the dirt and your dirt and you can't produce anything. You have to receive everything from me. And was Cain upset with that message? Yes. Works-based. The works of the flesh are obvious. Anger, murder, self-control, the whole thing. Everybody's casting these spirits of this out. You cannot because you're, you're going to make it works-based. You have to replace it with a different spirit. Which is what? What's the different spirit? Jesus has made me perfect in every way. I'm loved perfectly. So who killed who? Cain killed who? Abel. So the one trying to find life by digging in the dirt, what did it produce in him? I'm going to go kill the the grace guy. I'm going to go kill Abel. It'll always be that way. Until you come to the place where you're perfect and perfectly loved and valuable, you're going to produce... Here's what you're, at the end of the day, you're going to go, what am I doing wrong? The problem is you think it's based on your doing. When God said, hey, what must I do to inherit? He goes, do more if you think you need to do. Follow me? But Jesus said, what must you do to do the works of God? What did you tell them? Believe in the one who is sent. That's the only work you need to do. Believe that he did everything for you. That's the labor in the new covenant. Isn't that beautiful? No digging in the dirt. You can't provide anything for yourself. You have to receive everything from your heart. And it'll produce more than you ever could trying to be good. That's the whole message of this thing. So, hey, mixture will kill you. Your whole heart will become evil eventually until you finally go, I can't do this. I need to accept. I need somebody to save me from this wretch that I am. All right, let's keep going. So, the sons of God married the daughters of men. I'm going to show you what a son of God is and the daughter of men are. They answered and said to him, Abraham is our father. Jesus saith unto them, if you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. What work did Abraham do? He believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. See, the Bible never misses. What must I do to do the works of God? Believe that Jesus was everything. That's what Abraham did. He said he believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. Now the word of faith grabbed that and said, look at his amazing faith. When you have faith like Abraham, then it'll produce. Did Abraham have amazing faith? No, did Sarah have amazing faith? No, they lied. You guys, right? So we get confused because then all of a sudden, see, if we had this faith, so what do you do? You go to work on your faith, and then it kills you. You start to get weak and baggly. It starts to affect your body. It starts to affect everything about you because it brings death. It sounds good. Hey, do this. Increase this. No, either you're complete. There's nothing to increase or not. What's there to increase? What are you going to increase on the work of Jesus? Zero, nothing. There's no work. I'm pleasing to God because of the work of one man. That's it. All right, so that's what he's telling them. If you would do the works of Abraham, you would have believed me because Abraham believed it and it was accounted to him as righteousness. But now you seek to kill me. What causes killing? Thinking that anything more than Jesus is required. 
It produces anger, strife, murder. Isn't that, didn't we see that? Sounds good, but it's going to produce... Mm. So, but now you seek to kill me, a man that hath told you the truth, which I've heard of God. This did not. Abraham didn't do that. He believed. You are of the father, the who? The wrong belief system is what the serpent gave Adam and Eve, right? He said, Jesus is not enough. You must go eat from this tree of good and works. Then you'll be like God. Then you'll be pleasing to God. See, that gives birth to what? Murder, anger gives birth to... So he called the... The holiest of holies in the Jewish system, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the high priest, what did he call them? Your father, you were born out of the spirit of mixing law and grace. And he's a liar. That was never the truth. I'm going to spit that message out of my mouth. I'm not going to mix hot water and cold water and lukewarm. You think, how many of you guys have ever heard that he's spitting you out of your mouth? He's spitting that teaching out of his mouth. The, word of, the only word of God that's ever come out of the Father's mouth is what? You are my beloved sons, and I'm well pleased with you. He goes, I'm going to spit that mixture of law and grace out of my mouth. That, you'll never hear that message out of my mouth. That's what it says in Galatians 2. Hey, you ran well. Who taught you this thing about you have to be circumcised and don't eat this and don't drink that, etc.? That didn't come from me. That's what, that's what it always says that. My message was you're perfect and loved always. It's never changed. Is this starting to make sense to you guys? Now we can go back to Scripture and go... The, only, the, the people that just believed Jesus was enough lived. Everybody that went into the ark, which is a picture, I believe Jesus did it for me, were they protected? Yes, you're protected. There's no judgment coming except for you're worthy to receive honor, glory, power, everything because you stepped into Jesus. That was enough. That good? To me it is. Sorry. It doesn't make any sense to you, but you are of the father of the devil and the lust of the father you will do. What is the lust of the flesh? We've covered this. Does that mean you run around doing sex sins? No. Believing the wrong thing will produce you to go do that. What was the lust of the, fa- lust of the devil? Lust of this father of the devil, what did he want somebody to do? To mix law and grace. I, my flesh is, I can go produce something by myself. That is the lust of the, man, I want it. That sounds good. If I go be a good guy, then God's going to be pleasing to me. The end will lead to death. You're just going to never feel good enough. That's what that means, right? Popovich, get in my office. Never good enough, like Doug was sharing. Never good enough. His message to you is you're always good enough. And it was never your fault why you sinned. Get that out of your mind. You should have no more consciousness of that. It's never been your fault. It was the serpent's fault that got you to believe the wrong thing. And I'm going to judge that teaching. And did he judge the Pharisees and the Sadducees? You whitewashed tombs. Your father is the devil. Whoa. And I tell religious Christians that today, and they get the same thing. Mm, They tear their garments and gnash their teeth, and they walk out. Good luck. We're going to party. Are you the father of the devil and the lust of the father you will do? You're going to do all those things you don't want to do. That's what Paul said in Romans. If I do the things I don't want to do and the things I do want to do I don't do, go through deliverance. (laughs) No, get saved. What that means is you actually believe what Jesus did for you. Follow me? You guys get this? We have this theological talk almost every day don't we? we? We always go, well, you need to accept Jesus as Lord. Good? Accept what about Jesus? We need to say his name on the platform and do the confession of faith when you're 13. Repeat after me. That's what I said at my house. That gets somebody saved as much as these glasses. It's dirt. It's the condition of their heart where they re- I know when somebody's saved, man, it produces life, joy, peace. Oh, what did you do? Did you say the confession of faith when you got saved? 
I came home and she was a ball of mess, crying, weeping in joy that the father was so good to her. I go, what happened? Because mentally I'm thinking, like the boss, like, I, I haven't been home yet. What did I do to cause you to cry? Because that's where we were in our life like that, just batting heads, you know, and she's like, I don't know what happened. No, 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 come here, sweetie, come here, let's walk you up here and then let's, let's make sure it really gets done and you say Jesus. That's just stupidity to me. Sorry. There's something that happens in your heart, and it produces life. Because here's, here's what it's taught. Hey, say these things, and then here's what my response was. I don't feel any different. No, by faith, just know it happened. That is not what faith is. That's trying to convince myself something happened when I know it didn't. I know his life produces life. You'll know when he touches your heart. Does that make sense? When you finally, finally get, oh, he loves me despite me, it produces something in you. You'll know. Now, faith will go, ignore your feelings. I go, no, pay very close attention to your feelings. Because your feelings are, God wants you to experience his emotions. So if I'm feeling the wrong feeling, I know I'm not believing the gospel. Not enough, I'm not believing the right thing. Follow me? If I have any worry, I just know I'm not believing the right thing. I've produced something that's causing death in me. Worry, all these different things. Does that help you guys at all? When you know you're unconditionally loved, I promise you it's the power of God unto salvation. Whether you say Jesus, what happens to the mute? See, that message breaks down in a hurry, right? What happened to the dude on the pole? Was he saved? How can that be? He didn't get baptized. He didn't even get baptized in the Holy Spirit. He screwed. No, Jesus never changed. If you believe something in your heart, you're saved, guys. Believe what about it? That I, he saved me and I'm now sinless and he loves me perfectly. That's the gospel. When you believe that, it'll produce life. Does that help you guys? All right. If you believe something else that you have to do something to it, he calls you, your father gave birth to the wrong teaching. Your father's the devil. And he's been a liar. Uh, he was a murderer from the beginning and he bowed not in the truth. He's, his teaching is what caused death in man. I start to feel guilty. I'm never worthy to be in Jesus' eyes again. But Noah looked into God's eyes and found grace. He's the only family to go, God's not judgmental. He's not unloving to me. I believe I can go boldly to his throne and find mercy and grace. That's who God really is. Why doesn't everybody come into that ark, this really good news? They'll be saved. If they're trying to mix law and grace, they're going to die in judgment, the flood. Does that help you guys? Okay, let's finish this off. John 1.11. Now what is the son of God? The son of the devil is mixture, is what it said. It's going to produce murder, anger. It's going to produce all the things of Galatians, the works of the flesh said it'll produce. John 1.11. He came unto his own as his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them he gave what? Exousia, I think is that word. Somebody could look it up for me. I don't think it's dunamis. I think it's exousia. Uh, we're splitting hairs now, but anyway. Um, he gave them power. He, really, he... he his message that you're perfectly loved and forgiven produced a power in them that made them sons of God. Got it? So he gave them exousia placement to become sons of God, even to them that what? Believe in his name. What's his name? Salvation. It's Yeshua. You guys get it? I believe now I'm sinless because there's going to be a Messiah that removes sin once and for all. And he's going to bring healing, he's going to bring power, he's going to bring glory, he's going to bring riches, he's going to bring everything. And I believe that he did it for me. Now, if you let that produce in your life, it'll produce and you can stop working for it. You'll actually be the hardest worker at your work because you'll be working with joy. So I'm not telling you to be lazy. I'm telling you, stop trying to be good in God's eyes and it'll produce in you. Follow me? So, all right. 
which were born not of blood. Who was born out of blood? These guys. Hey, our father's Abraham, if you take this. He goes, no, I know lineage, blood, you were born, you're a descendant of Abraham, but the true descendants of Abraham are believers. Your father's the devil, you Jews. Right? What? Can you imagine that? I think I get persecuted here, but to tell the Jew that his father's the devil and not Jehovah? That's why there's only 10 commandments now. They couldn't handle that. So they dropped the other one. That's what they should have done. That's the whole parable. I'm getting off. Never mind. All right. So the father of the devil is I need to work. The father of the sons are what? Not of blood. It's not your linear. It's not your descendancy. If I was born a Jew by blood, it's not by uh, the will of flesh, the lusts of the flesh. My, my works is what that means. What is it born out of? It's born of God. And God is what? A spirit. I can only dirt. You, do you dirt people? You and I? You can, <laughs> he has to give us life. We can't produce it. He has to give us, we have to believe something in our heart to produce prosperity. I've never seen a pile of dirt produce it unless somebody does something to it. I've never seen a pile of dirt heal itself unless some, the God, the, the creator of the universe, does it. Does that make sense? But we think dirt, so he goes, good luck, go out there, Adam, and toil around in the dirt which you are from and see if it'll produce life. You're going to sweat a lot. That's all it is. Follow me? Does this help make sense? Okay, let's finish this up. So, you can stand on your feet. Hopefully this makes sense to you. Noah's not sad. It's actually actually really good lose. Hey, you, you'll never be judged by the floodwaters, the judgment of God ever again. You know what you're going to be judged by? Jesus Christ. So what's your judgment? Guys, you're perfect in every way. That's your judgment. He's already judged you. Isn't that beautiful? My judgment when I see you is, wow, you look just like Jesus. Like Doug was saying, hey, when you look into the mirror of the perfect law of liberty, what are you looking at? Jesus Christ. And that spirit is going to, when you start believing that everything's true about Jesus, that Holy Spirit changes you from the inside until when we fully get our glorified body, we'll be perfect with him. It'll be perfect in every way. Amen? Like I said, then we'll go eat Nathan's hot dogs. It'll be awesome. So, as much nonsense as you want on there. We're designed to operate in unconditional love and no conscience of sin. See, here's what, you know, in that Romans verse where it says, hey, the whole creation is groaning, waiting for the sons of God. See, creation was perfect in its sense. The mixture of law and grace, we've seen this. Our heart produces. Like, if you, if you think good thoughts, you can actually turn the structure of DNA. You can actually turn the structure of, of ice crystals. You can actually make plants die or live by you thinking good thoughts or negative thoughts. The whole creation's groaning because you guys have mixture yet. Does that make sense to you guys? So if we thought, the U.S. is not Babylon. Babylon was mixture. It's Babel. It's confusing words. It was, the, that's the, it said Jerusalem was Babel, actually. Jerusalem was Sodom and Gomorrah. Jerusalem was Babel and Sodom and Gomorrah and every bad thing. So stop. It's not the Russians and you and, it was Jerusalem. The very thing. Them. <laughs> I'll never get invited on televangelists, I know. So, because that's the wrong message. That's their teaching something totally other than that. And in Scripture, like, if you just read, it says that spiritually that was what it was. It was Babel. It was confusing, this mixture. The only thing that's supposed to come out of God's mouth is you're perfect and loved in every way. You're sinless. As if you've never sinned. That's my covenant with you. Isn't that awesome? 
And that's not just to the Jew. It's to the Jew, the Gentile, the, the male woman. There's it. We're all in one spirit. We're all one man today. There's, that's why it says all nations, not just the Jewish nation. All nations will come boldly to the throne. Follow me? Okay. So he's your father and you're a son. Now, when we start believing that, everything around you will start to produce life. That I'm unconditionally loved. It's just there's nothing to do. Mixing law and grace seems right, but it leads to death. He's conquered sin and death, guys. So we're supposed to have no more consciousness of it. So when we mess up later today... If you root for the wrong guy, right? How about those Yankees, huh? Isn't that awesome? No. Now, if you get stupid and root for the Cubs today, you're still forgiven. I know. <laughs> I'm just joking with you, right? See, I like that kind of stuff. So anyway, uh, but you're still forgiven if you root for the Cubs. That's what you need to know, right? <laughs> hey, I'm doing good so far, but we'll see. It's only a month into it. But if you've sinned today, what are we supposed to remind ourselves? His covenant's perfect in every way with me. It's never changing. If you did the wrong thing, what are we supposed to remind ourselves of? Ah, <sighs> He's never changed in his covenant. It's an unbreakable covenant of love with me. I'm perfectly loved. Now, what that's supposed to resonate in is righteousness, peace, and joy. Now, guess what? When you have righteousness, peace, and joy, your body starts to function right. It, it's not you having more faith. It's allowing the life of God to produce it in you. And you hang out and go, man, I, I can't believe how I used to think. Life is so easy today. I just believe the right thing, and it starts producing in my life. So it's not to judge you, because we all have areas in our life where we don't have the gospel perfectly in there. And I'm not going to it, get it by doing something more, even reading the Bible more. Am I against you reading the Bible? No, not at all. But for hundreds of years, people found life without doing it. Follow me? They did. Why? Because they believed the words that came out of Jesus' mouth. You're beloved, you're sinless in every way. My covenant with you will never break. You're favored, loved. You stand in this grace. This, you've been complete in every way. You've been blessed with every spiritual blessing. There's no more if then. There's no more if you do this then. It's yes and so be it. That's how it's going to be to our lives. Does that, does that make sense? Now, we're supposed to go produce that in the world. Does that help you guys? So, just like Noah, he said, you know what? You can come boldly to the throne of grace. Everybody else was mixture, and they didn't dare come into Jesus. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord, meaning I could see into the Father's eyes, and he's never been mad at me. All he had was mercy and grace for me, and he'll never change that. Is that good news? All right, so if that's true, then how much can you inherit? Whatever you believe he's actually done for you. That's the only little and... Ye of little faith, ye of great faith. See, the great faith were, the, were to the Gentiles who were never involved in the covenant, but they believed Jesus. You came to give this to me? <sighs> but the Jews said, I need to go do to produce. And he goes, ye of little faith. Faith is the title deed that now I own something because of Jesus. That's all it is. So the more that you know he's done for you, that brings you rest. Does that help you? So guess what? Here's the good news. He's provided righteousness for you. He's provided wisdom for you. You know what the wisdom of God is? To apply Jesus in every situation. I'm in this business situation. I'm in this job situation, Lord. Jesus is my wisdom, is what it says. He's made unto us wisdom. Follow me? What does that mean? If Jesus was in this situation, how would it look? How would it turn out? What would Jesus do? He'd pray to the Father and legions of angels and everything. He'd go, Lord, I, I know this situation. You turn it around for me. And even if I don't see it in the natural, I know you're, I'm your beloved son and everything's well pleased. If it doesn't look exactly how it's supposed to look, I know you restore it and you're going to give me a better thing than I even asked for. Ha, ah, there's rest in that. If 
Follow me? There's no rest in, if you had enough faith, it would happen now. I'm glad some of the things I prayed for didn't happen now. I really am. Because he gave me something better. He'll always go, I'll do exceedingly abundantly beyond your silly little 10 steps to answered prayer. By the time it gets to me, I'm going to give the perfect prayer. Because I'm, does that make sense to you guys? So you don't need to learn how to pray. Here's how, here's how simple it is. You're my dad. Thank you. Thank you that I don't have to worry about this. You got this thing covered. I'm going to sleep. That's it. Hallelujah. <laughs> and he'll do more than you could have. Isn't that beautiful? Mm, it can't be because I have a whole ministry on 10 steps to hearing God. I need to be like child faith. If I tell my kids when they're little kids, hey, mommy, dad are going to do this for you. What do they believe? We're going to do it for them. You know what I don't come to them with? Now, don't mix belief and unbelief, because if you don't have enough belief or unbelief, then I'm not going to move. I hate that teaching, because it totally reduces the covenant. It's a covenant that's unbreakable. Whether I ask right or don't ask right, he cannot. I'm God, and he's my, I'm his people. How will I know? Because the lamb. That covenant can never be broken. Does that give you more assurance? I don't know how to pray. Stay that way. Don't go to this course. Because at the end of the day, here's what they go. Just cry out in your heart. Just be real to God. After all these steps and things and hindrance of prayer, by the end of the day, they just go, just ask God. Thank you. Why didn't we just start there? Because they can't take money out of your pocket for this course. Right? <laughs> the gospel's free. Just give you the good news and it'll produce. Amen? Does that help you guys? All right. So what do you, what do you need? I don't know what you need. But it, you know what? He goes, I know what you need before you even ask. So just ask. I know you don't dare to ask. I, I know everything. I wish you would just ask. What do you require? And all of you have different things. Whatever you require, you know what he does with you? He freely gives. He freely gives. So that's the beautiful part. So Father, we love you. We praise you. Oh, you've never changed. You were never mad at us. You'll never be mad at us. The only thing you were mad at and wanted to judge, all of your vengeance fell on the serpent's head. His teaching, that teaching that produces death. You saved us. You loved us perfectly because we were so valuable in your eyes. So, Father, we thank you that we are now sons, as many as believed in Jesus' work, what he's done, that now we just enter into this new covenant by believing Jesus. That's it. That he saved us. He didn't judge us. There's not a judgmental bone in his body towards us. The only thing he'll ever judge is the wrong teaching that causes death. So, Father, we thank you that we come boldly to your throne of supernatural favor, grace. And we're going to find mercy and grace. That's all we'll ever find. Even though when we deserve it, let's face it, we're the cause of everything negative in our life because the wrong belief system. And you don't hold it against us. You're a high priest that understands how we feel, and you'll never judge us. So, Father, we come boldly to the throne. Even if it was our mistake, you freely give. Just like the prodigal son. Your message was, you didn't lose anything. You weren't a bad steward. You weren't, I, I didn't judge you for your sin. I'm just pumped up that you come back to the Father's love and you come into my house. And realize I'm good, no anything different than just being good. No evil in it, no mixture in it. So, Father, we thank you. If they need health, they can just rest. We just pray that they receive supernatural health of Jesus today, right now, in Jesus' magnificent name. Hey, if there's things going on in their family, just that family we talked about, the testimony, you're the discerner and the critiquer of what's in their heart, Lord. Holy Spirit, just go to work and fix that wrong belief system in their hearts. So they can experience love. They can experience your life. Father, if they need finances, they don't need to work harder for it. They need to come out of a different spirit that you provide for them. You love them. You've already said whatever they put their hand to shall prosper. That's, it, it just doesn't change. 
That's who you are. So let that belief system start in there. Where they don't need to do more, they need to believe the right thing. So Father, we thank you for supernatural things in their lives. We thank you for righteousness, joy, and peace manifesting like never before. Let it sink deep into their heart that your covenant is unbreakable. Sin never, ever, ever changes your covenant with us. So we just say thank you. In Jesus' magnificent name we pray. Amen, amen, amen.